Okay. <coughs> yeah, I'll tell you where we are up to. Oh, yeah. I made some money in the Muma, which is Yud Chesom at base. Nine lines down. Yud Chesom at base, nine lines down for Hamasim. Hamasim, enemy Yod in Muma. Yeah. If you remember before, yeah, there was a story between, um, who was it, Rabbi and Rabbi They were in the base at Kavoros, and Rabbi Yonison's were going over the graves. So Rabbi said you should lift them up, because it's like La Roche. It's sort of as if you're mocking them, because they haven't got mitzvahs. The actual uh, uh, lotion of the Gemara is, that the dead people shouldn't say, Soon the, 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 the live people, they will die and they will come to us. And at the moment they're making fun of us. So that, Do the Mesim know what's going on in this world? It says, a puzzle of The Mesim don't know anything. That's what we had in the previous Gemara. And now the Gemara comes to discuss it. The dead don't know anything at all. As we said before, that posik of uh, the posik actually starts with something else. It actually starts The dead know that they will die. And the Gemara explained that it's not. Re- we're not really talking about people dying. We're talking about. Rishoyim and Sadiqim, who are both alive, whereas the Sadiqim, they, they sort of concentrate on the fact, they appreciate that one day they will die, and therefore they prepare themselves accordingly, and they behave in such a way because they know they're going to have to give a din v'cheshman one day when they, when they come up to Shemaim. And that is what it means when, it, when we say that the, uh, the posit there, which says, Kiachaim yoidim shiyomusu, the, it means they know that they will one day die and they prepare themselves for it. And then the posse carries on and says, well, Mason, anyway, The Mason don't know anything at all. It's not talking about the Mason. It's talking about Rashoim who are alive, who, any Yadim, they, they don't care. They're, they're not worried about the fact that they will die and have to give a den of and they carry on in their behavior. So that's what I'm saying. So how do we know that the Rashoim are in their lives called Mesim. Right? They, they, even, they, they, they're considered Mesim even during their lifetime. Shanaimah says in the Apostle as follows, And you, Cholol is a corpse, I mean, it means a, a dead person. Rosha, you're a what? Rosha, wicked person. Nasi Yisrael, Prince of Yisrael. Now this is a Apostle in Echezkel. And in this Apostle, we're talking about Sidkiyah HaMelech. And Sidkiyah Melech was alive at the time. But yet, what is it? They called him a cholol. Cholol is a, a dead person. Right? So you know you've got by Egla Rufo, Kiyomotse Cholol. Cholol is a dead person. So how can you refer, so you refer to Rosha as a person who's still alive, because he was alive at the time. So that's a proof that Mesim are considered dead even during their lifetime. Sure. And the Mashon actually says like this, Sidkiyah Melech actually was a Sadiq. Yeah. Right? So why do we refer to him as a Rosha? Because the people were Rishoyim, 
and he has it within his power to educate the the people there and he didn't do it so we say if you are in a position of power that you can stop the people from doing an abeyance and you don't then then you're considered a Rosha that's what the Marshal says but in any case that's a proof that Mason. and now we bring another arrive or you can say it from here we're saying if two agents come along and they say we saw Ruven killing Shimon then Yumas Hamas on that Adus they can kill Ruven but what does it mean Yumas Hamas the mace will die no it means a live person will die it's a live person who's going to be executed if he's already dead so Elamah the Gemara says Chayu he's still alive Elamah may Korra he's considered he's called dead already from the beginning because he did something wrong which deserves his Chayv Misa because they saw him killing Reuben, killing Shimon, so he's already at Rosha, so therefore he's considered Yomasa Meis, not Yomasa Chai, he's already Meis from beforehand. As to Lloyd Rosh, yeah. isn't it the custom that the Meis is void in his talus? Yeah, but the talus is That what? Huh? The talus is made possible. Yeah, one of the ah, sitzes is cut right. off. Or you, one of the sitzes is cut I, off. I, I don't know, I remember from people, one of the sitzes from people, Oh, hang out, hang out. Yeah, that's also minimum In the situation, just had this mentioned in Shia the other night. If there's a Leviah on the Yontif, yeah. that's what they do. Ah, because they can't, can't cut, cut it. it. No, but I see so it. hang it out. So they could be that was a minute. I understand that they cut the tie, they cut the senses, yeah. 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 Okay. So now we're now in another story. All in the same Indian as to do Mason know what's going on in this world. sons, they went out to the fields to work on it. They were working so hard that they forgot all their learning. They tried to remember what they, what they had learned, but they couldn't. So one of them said to the other, Yoda Abu Sarah, does our father, who's no longer alive, does he know of the Tsar that we have because we've forgotten our learning? The other one says, Mino Yoda. How could he know? He's not alive. For because it says in the Posuk, this is a Posuk in Eev, his sons will get honor, in other words, they will be awarded honor, but he won't know it. Because he's dead. In other words, like a dead person doesn't know of the honor and that, that his sons will get and therefore also he won't know about the tsar that the sons have got because they forgot their learning he doesn't know or see if it says in the posseg as follows his flesh will pain him the natural his spirit it will mourn for him so from Avelis Om Rabbi Yitzhak, Rabbi Yitzhak explains that posseg as follows. We learn from this, that a worm is as painful to the dead person as a needle is to a living person. If we put a needle on his flesh, it's going to hurt. So as well, the worm is painful to the dead person as well. So in other words, since the dead are aware of what's happening outside their body, you must assume as well that they know what's going on in this world. So says the Gemara, and therefore the father would know that the sons are, are Batsar. Almost so they said no. Batsar did who? Yoda. 
They know of their own suffering, so their worms crawling around, they know about this. But they're not necessarily aware of the pain of others, of what's going on in, in the world. In other words, the pain of these sons who were, who were upset because they've lost their learning. Also, more of a lie. Now we come to a lovely story. Well, tiny, but we learned in the Bryce, so as follows. There was a chosid, a pious man, yeah. Who gave a dinner as, which was a large amount of money, at Stocker to poor man on Erev Rosh Hashanah. And it was also Bishnei Batsaris in a year of famine. So they explain, Masha explains, that he gave away his last penny. His wife got upset about it. He needed a bit of peace and quiet. Because his wife was upset. So what's the best place to go to to get a bit of peace and quiet? You go to Mesach Forest. Right? Incidentally, the Marshal says this was all dreams, because how could he go on Rosh Hashanah night to the Mesach Forest, in the Mesach Forest of Rosh Hashanah night? Anyway. For all of the longer Mesach Forest, he went and into the Mesach Forest. Rashi says there were two girls, two young girls, who had died, and they were speaking with each other, and he overheard it. One said to the other, Let's go and roam around the world. Let's, let's go and fly around the world. Yeah? And, Well, here, means, that's the Rashi says, that's the curtain, that, uh, in, which is in front of the Shekhinah. Let's go behind that. Right? I mean, all these things don't mean literally. It means, uh, we'll go and find out what happened to, yeah. What misfortune came to the world this year, in other words, the world was judged. So from this, Rashi says, if you look at Rashi, which is the last wide line at the top there, Venishma Venet, we will know, Magozru Hayam Puranus Island. What Hashem decided today, what punishments he will give. So the Gorn and others say from this you can learn out that it wasn't the first night Rosh Hashanah he was in the Beit Chorus it was the second night because if he would have been the first night what does it mean the Rosh Hashanah Hayom today the decision is not made at of Rosh Hashanah it's made on the first day of Rosh Hashanah so therefore it must have been the second night so the question is of course but he gave the stock as the Oni on Erev Rosh Hashanah so, and, and his wife got upset so, so what, what do you mean it's happened on the second night he went so that we had two answers. Either she only found out on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, and it could be she found out because there wasn't enough food there because he'd given away his last bit of money, or it could be that she was upset with him, and he could take it for, for so long. <laughs> by the time it came to the second day, already had enough, and off he went to the basic forest. But in any case, I answered this. It's interesting. I had a, a, a grandson. Who was a Yossi, had a son, was born on the night, first night of Rosh Hashanah last year. So, I had to speak at the Bris. So I quoted this Gemara, I said, the question is, when was it decided that this baby will be born? Is it decided last Rosh Hashanah? Or was it decided this Rosh Hashanah? And since we had the Rashi says, Hayyam, everything is decided on the day, and the baby was born on the night before, it was born on the first night of Rosh Hashanah, I said, therefore, it must have been decided in last year already. That was my, my, my drosha in the foot by the bris. Any case. So, yeah. Omar al-Khabata, a friend said to her, I can't come with you. 
I'm buried with reeds. In other words, with heavy. How would you say reeds? Uh, what's another word for reeds? Uh, you, you know what? You take a lulav leaf. It's yeah, like a reed. Yeah, yeah. It's a heavy reed because normally, what do you do? You have linen. And the reason why you have linen is because linen it decomposes. It 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 goes bad very quickly. And they say coal. And the, what they say is that coal's none that the body hasn't decomposed then the shama can't um, sort of separate itself from the body and therefore in order for the shama to go around the world and see what Shmokha the punishment has done it could only do if it started decomposing and then because he because was buried with this reeds it didn't decompose so much that's, that's how they explain it that's why she couldn't come or it says because she would be embarrassed but then again the other one was buried in in linen no, one was in Lehman and the other one was in, yeah, in Reeds. Was in Reeds, yeah. Therefore she could not. Oh, therefore she couldn't go. She couldn't go. Either because she would be embarrassed that it was in Reeds, because normally you should bury them in, 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 in boots, in linen, but, uh, or, or because of this idea of the Neshama. I mean, we don't understand all this, you know, but... Al-Lachiat, you go, or Mashat whatever you hear, you tell me. Halchahi, so she went, Bashat or and she went around the world and she came back. What did you hear? She said, Shamati, I heard the following. And remember, this man was listening to the whole conversation. This man who, who had given the oni. Shamati said like this. You've got like this. In Eretz Royal, you've got the first rainfall comes on the 17th of Cheshvan the second rainfall comes a week late on the 23rd of Cheshvan and the third one comes on the 1st of Kislev okay so Shomati Ahot Shekolazareya Berevir Rishonah anyone who uh, plants the crops in the first when the first rain comes then the second one borrowed Malkos so when the second one comes there will be hail by that time already it's been planted for a week it will already be hard and therefore the, the, uh, borrowed, the, the, the hail will come down and will break it. Like, exactly like what we had in Mitzrayim. In Mitzrayim, remember we, we said that the, um, Hakitov, Akaseres, the flats and the barley, they were, they were, they were smitten, right? Because it was hard. But the wheat and the spelt were not because they were soft. And again, so he heard, it's no good to put it in the first rain, to plant in the first rain, because when the second rain comes along, there's hail, it will break it. Oh, so what did he do? He's a businessman. He came along. He planted it at the time of the second rain. Everyone's crops were destroyed because Taka Hale came down in the second rain. But his, but his was not destroyed. Why? Because since he only did it in the second, it was soft. And since it was soft, the hail didn't break it. So that was what happened the first year. And the next year, I think he saw he did a good deal the first year so he'll go back again to the basic forest the second year unless he also went and gave the Oni to the dinner to the Oni and she got annoyed again but anyway so he went back again he heard the same two girls speaking to each other said one to the other boy let's go around the world let's hear what Hashem has decided for the year to come she said to Chavati, my friend, like I already told you, I can't come with you. 
because I'm buried in a matting of reeds. And Lachia, you go, march at Shemesh by Vimbali. Come back and tell me whatever you hear. And that was exactly the same as what happened the first year. Huh? Heaven composed the whole year. This. Must be, yeah, must be, must be. According to that chart, yeah. So she went and she returned. What did you hear? She said this time, Shamati, anyone who sows in the second rain, Shidofen Malkosai. Shidokan is, is, is like a wind. A, a very strong wind will come. Now, this strong wind only affects things that are very soft. If it's hard, then it, this wind won't affect it. It's only if it's soft, it, it destroys it. So he says, so hold on. The thing for here, the soft thing bends for the wind. The yeah. hard, the hard, the hard with the brace. Yeah, I don't know. He said only the hail, but this, yeah, okay. this is Shidofen. I don't know. The Shidofen is called blight yeah. in English. It's some sort of a special type of wind, yeah. and it only affects the soft thing. So you've got to speak to an agriculturist, somebody who's an expert on, on fields. Oh. So in other words, so because the people who were affected last year, in other words, the people who who, who planted in the first one, and then along came the, the hail in the second, it was all destroyed. So they said, right, this year we'll do it in the second time. But then what happened was Hashem brought a different kind, not a hail, Bought a Shidofen, and this Shidofen, so what happened? They, they did it in the first one, and it was still soft, and it came along, and it affected it. Holof was over here So he went and planted it in the first rain, because what, what do we say? At the time of the second rain, this wind will come along, and will destroy it. So what did he do? He went and Zorabravir he went and planted it in the first rain. Full stop. Everyone's crops were destroyed. And his were not. His wife is suddenly hopping on. Now, what's going on here? His wife said to him, Why is it that last year everybody's crops were destroyed with the hail? and yours were not destroyed. For Achshav and this year, everyone's crops was blasted by the wind. For and yours wasn't. There's something going on here. How come you you know you you seem to know when to, exactly when to plant? So he told her the whole story, how he had gone to the base of Kvoros and he'd overheard these two girls speak here, etc., etc. Omru, they said, like how you yomim muotim. It was not meant more than a few days after this, when a quarrel, an argument, the broke out, this Chosid's wife, who must have been sort of a bit of a troublemaker, because she already gave her husband grief, and now she's starting with somebody else, and the mother of that girl, the girl who was, that means the girl, it was the girl who, had not gone, the one who had to read Mati, there was a machlose between her mother and the wife of this Hosud. Obrola, in the course of that quarrel, the wife said to her, she was trying to have a go at her and be nasty, literally it means, I will show you your daughter the buried in the matting of reeds. In other words, it's a total disrespect how you treated your daughter as a lack of covered. Holach, the lawn, um, sorry, that, that, that was it. 
the Machlokas brought the thing, and she went and told the mother, I know that you buried your daughter in a Machsesh of Konim, which is totally disrespectful. Full stop. Vashon Acheres, in the third year, Holok Balon Bebesek Voris, he went again. Vashon Ma'osin Rukshem Sapzuzu, again he heard them speaking. Omlah, one said to the other, Chaveti Bavinosh Ba'olam, let's go around the world. Vanisha Macharia Pagud Mar Poronis Ba'olam, the same thing, let's see what Hashem has done. Omlah, so she said, before she had said, I can't go with you because of the way I'm dressed. But here she said, Chaveteni Hanicheni, leave me alone. The words that we spoke between ourselves in the past years, Kavan Nishmu Benachaim, have already been heard amongst the living. So it explains that they, we, we brought the whole story only for this last sort of couple of lines. Alma Yoda. So it seems that the dead know about what's going on in the living. Why? Because she was aware of what her mother had been told. In other words, because she turned around and said, they're already speaking about us. You know, what I spoke to you is already seems to be known in the world. Now, how did she know that? How did she know that her mother had been told, been told off by this other woman, said, how could you bury your daughter like that? Elman, so we, so that was, we want to bring a proof from that, that the Masim do know what is going on in this world. Otherwise, how would she have known? Well, so, did she know what was going on with, with these guys' crop, this guys' crops? So she thought, so she realized there's something that you must have known once. Yeah, that, that could, that, that could be as well. But, but what the Gemara here is saying, Amayoda, the, the fact that they knew what people were saying. See, there you can say these two people, one of them, she went a Chaira Paragud, whatever that means, and heard that's what Hashem has decided for, for Rosh Hashanah. It's Hashem. But here that they know what's going on among humans in this world, that the riot from that is the fact that she knew what the, what the, the discussion that had transpired between her mother and, and the wife of this Ishchosid. As it says, I think Rashi says that, um, say, uh, Alma Yoda, Rashi says, Masha Oisin Shi Yoda Zu Shizu Gosesa, no, sorry, sorry, that's not, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, oh, Alma Yoda Devorim Hamurim Benachaim. The words that are said, by the living people, in other words, by, between his, her mother, etc. So, and also, tomorrow, it's no proof. It's no, not a proof. Dilma, perhaps, in the Shachariz and Shachariz, another person died in between, but also the Omer who went and told them about it. In other words, even though you, you can say that Mason, dead people, are not aware of what's going on in this world, however, when somebody dies and comes up there, then, that's that dead person can tell them what what has happened. Brings the news. Yeah, brings the latest news. That's right. So that that can say it's not proved that they know what's going on. And other somebody who was alive and heard about this machlokas, then that person died and they came out. Then they told them they they they, they told them etc etc. We'll just do one little more shtick. Toshma another proof. Does the era have a mafkizuzikabiushpizichate? The era gave some money to his landlady entrusted it to her while he was away he seems to be he was in yeshiva learning and he didn't want to take the money with him so he left it with the landlady but meanwhile when he came back from yeshiva she had already died and Ziri didn't know where she'd put the money also so he went he followed her 
Literally, the Chatzamovens means to the courtyard of death, but Rashi says it means to the basic forest. Followed to the basic forest, where she was buried. Oh my Lord, he said to Zuzah Heicher, where's the money? Oh my she said to him, Zil Shaklinu Mitusi Bitsinur Dadasha Baduch Plom. Go and take it from under the door in such and such a place. The Aimalola Ima, and she added, tell my mother, this is what this, this woman had died, the landlady, who had, had who was told Ziri where the money is, and she said, and by the way, Aimalola Ima, tell my mother, to send my comb and my comb a comb to comb your hair and a a uh, a a tube of, of paint in other words a makeup what women put on them with so and so who's dying and coming here tomorrow to be buried now Rashi says, well, well what, what, why did she ask us such an odd thing? Well, what is this all about? So he says, so Rashi says here, Masuka is Misrachili, my comb. Gufza, Kona, is a tube, tube of paint. And Vishwilsha, Mesa, Yolda, because she died young, Omra Kane, Laagmas Nefesh. It was sort of sarcastic because normally she was at the age when normally if she would have been alive, she would have been brushing her hair and putting makeup on it, that thing. So she said it in such a way, sort of in a sarcastic way, I should really, that's what I tell her to, to, she should bring this thing up to me, because that's what I should really be doing. She didn't literally mean bring it up to me, right? But, uh, you know, she was saying that's what I should really be doing. But, the, but what the Gemara says is, Alma Yoda. How did she know that a woman down there was dying and would be coming the next day for Kavura? Right? Says, because what did it say? Send me my comb and my the tube of paint. plonisa to osia with so and so who is dying and will come here tomorrow for Kavura. Amayada. So she knew that so and so was not well and was about to die. So it also proves that the Mason know about what's going on down there. Says the Gemara. Yeah, it says the Gemara. Oh, so Rashi says Alma Yoda. Rashi Masha Oisin. What people do? She Yoda Zu because she knew Shazuka says this woman is about to die. And the two Lamos, and she she was going to die shortly. And the fact that she knew that, so she shows that the Mason that the Mason know what's going on here. Says the Gemara. It's also this can prove Dilma Duma Kodma Machras There's a special Malach which is. Uh, appointed over the Nishamas of the dead and he announced to the dead beforehand that that person was arriving the next day and that's how she knew about it in other words in Shemaim there there's a special Malach and he announced it so this can rise it's not a riot that they knew what was going on downstairs because they knew that this woman was dying there's a special Malach up there who announces that and that she heard so, so this, so the, this uh, woman the landlady, she heard that from Duma, but it's not a proof that she, in her own right, knew what was going on down there. That she didn't know that the woman was going to die. The the uh, Duma announced it. That's how she knew about it. All right. Good.